so much for tuning in to This Is Real with yours truly, Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. <laughs> and I'm Stephanie Martinez. <laughs> I have to take a deep I felt breath like, Yeah, I'm like, wait, did you forget your name there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, just, I was just in the middle of this deep breath. <laughs> Inhale, exhale. You know, I mean, the beauty, the beauty of mountaintops is also, you know, I feel like valleys, mountaintops, they're all, they all uh, serve a purpose. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's okay. It's just okay to be uh, growing weary a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. and the reminder of do not grow, uh, don't, don't, don't grow weary in doing, doing good. good. And so, you know, that's kind of where I'm at a little cool. bit. Thanks for your honesty. Yeah, I love it. I mean, that's, you know, out of this will come out a good sermon yeah. series. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm just waiting for the series. You know, I'm waiting for the sermon. And everybody goes through that. If they, if they say they haven't, they lying. Yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. I, I definitely know uh, who my God is and who my yeah. king is and, mm -hmm. and all those good things. And that's kind of what helps, mm -hmm. even in a sense, yeah. you know, when you're, when you're kind of feeling a little bit like, ugh tired or maybe you just like whatever it is in life yeah. you know he is our hope right Amen. in our weakness his strength is made perfect right? come on so right now i'm doing good then <laughs> and so here we got again with us pastor todd and tanya what's going on how's it going chilling hey that's what's up and so uh, before we jump into the topic uh we're going to talk about the single life because we've been talking about family first and all that we want to give a shout out to every single person that uh subscribes on youtube thank you guys for leaving us comments sharing with your friends everyone who's listening on radio or the podcast man we really appreciate it and um did i miss one no oh facebook live you know on tuesdays, yeah, on tuesdays nine o'clock central and everyone who's writing us letters we so so appreciate it thank you guys so much yeah man oh, Y'all keep bring us going. Him in here. We'll bring them next show so we can shout out the name. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I got, got a pretty a good stack. stack going. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like, <laughs> whoa. Get out of my brain now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. On a whole <laughs> new level. <laughs> I'm on a new level. That's what I heard when I heard him talking. Um, so, yes, thank you so much. We we just really appreciate y'all. Y'all keep us going. So that's, that's dope. Keep them coming in. And uh, we're excited about today's topic. Yes. We've been talking about family first. Um, which has been basically the series at the church. And it's really been, I feel like, the common theme. Like, I've seen a lot all of pastors yeah, and people just I talking about it. family. Mm -hmm. and, and it's crazy because, like, it ain't like we yeah. called each There's other. There's no, like, like, pastor's convention that yeah, you all like, go hey, to, guys, we're going to talk about this. Week. Yeah, especially, like, when I saw Pastor Andrew Hurd, who's yeah. right here in Houston, mm -hmm. too, mm -hmm. and they were really on the whole family thing. Like, we, we know each other, but we didn't talk about mm -hmm. this. And so when yeah. I saw that... I, I would have to believe that, you know, that, that's the vein God's in, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I, I just feel like the answers, uh, all the answers, you know, because when I came to Christianity, uh, Pastor Todd, you know, you and Miss Tanya, y'all been uh, doing this for a long time. And I guess what I saw coming from the outside was that there was a lot of people like uh, in, in church services or in the body of Christ or that you know really wasn't putting and i'm not saying there's a lot that do but there was a lot that wasn't putting god like they look real godly out here and they were like yo they said all the right mm -hmm. songs and got the mm -hmm. t-shirt and the hat right. but then when you talk to their wife they're like yeah like this guy you know our marriage is horrible yeah. or like parenting's horrible mm -hmm. and it's and it was so confusing to me it, it was just very confusing to me because like i get upset with ruthie and you know um which we have disagreements 
and, but I, I can't go like out the door. Like I, I'm, I'm not, I am the one that like, let's talk about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'll give her a little space, but I can't get to where I'm going to without having a phone call and like trying to at least yes. bring in some peace into the situation. Mm -hmm. Like I don't get that, you know? Yeah. Like in the world though, like we don't have to talk for three weeks and we just, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so I guess that's what whole started the whole family first culture at get wrapped is that put god first at home yeah mm -hmm. uh, first in you and then at home and i think that's you know that's a lot of the problem yeah i think that that's what would solve a lot of the chaos um when we look at the world um i i i don't blame the world for being the world yeah. but i do feel that if we're the one with the answer mm -hmm. uh, then it's up to us to reflect God's kingdom in our home so that people who maybe are of the world can say, man, I want that. Yeah. It's you know, not, you know? You know, I think I think we, we that's where we get be not just hearers of the word, but, doers. but be doers of the word. And yeah. I think, think a lot of times we spend a lot of time um, exogeeing and doing exogeen a whole bunch exogeen. of all yeah. this, this, you know, study, but we, we haven't learned how to apply it. And that's why you have pastors that are, great orators and great speakers and great preachers but then their homes are jacked up you know yeah. what i'm saying and so yeah. we got to get right. to the place where we learn not just uh, how to preach it but how to apply it to our everyday right. lives and i think yeah. too even when the bible talks about that form of godliness mm -hmm. but then denying, denying the, power. the power thereof mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's like if we aren't really seeking god placing him as the foundation and operating in his true power then we may look good on the outside, but then we're broken on the inside. Yeah, that's good. I see a lot of, um, since we're going around the table. No, but I did, I did want to note, like I see a lot of families, you know, who have gone through that, which it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of weird, right, to describe because it's not like, I don't see a lot of them doing it in the wrong way right i just feel like a lot of maybe pastors or leaders or something mm. were so had such a heavy burden i would say is a better way to put it for the world right and saying well i need to go and we need to save souls and we need to do this or that and so i don't always feel like maybe it came from a negative place but i feel like with <clears throat> that sort of like responsibility that they placed on their own heart maybe god called them to it um there was a kind of lack or forgetting of their own home you know i feel like that's where a lot of that kind of stemmed from also and not real realizing that yeah like pastor uh, todd said you can preach to a thousand people but if your own home mm -hmm. isn't receiving that same type of intentionality and word and dedication um to kind of be instilling the values of the bible then it's kind of like for mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. you know yeah what if we went on a missionary trip to the next bedroom <laughs> Wow. You know what I'm saying? What if our sons and our daughters who don't even see us, if we, you know, we, we'll we we'll take a, a That's a, a tweet, a, right? A couple that, of, that, yeah. that was dope. Let me give you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we take these missionary trips where we go away for weeks and weeks to Africa and these different places. Uh, and, and yet, what if you took that two weeks and said, for these two weeks, I'm just going to go in the next bedroom every day? Yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. right in yeah, your yeah, bed yeah, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, Amen. I think I – think yeah. Technology is incredible, yeah. um, but like anything else, you you have to kind of have some boundaries. And I think 
uh, sometimes we've allowed the boundaries. You know, you might be sit, you be sitting on a, on a sofa in the living room, and then you're in the bed, and then everybody's on their phones, or you know, it becomes these things where they just keep creeping in more and more and more. And so, you gotta establish these boundaries. You know, from the table to the sofa to the, you know, because mm -hmm. if not, these things will take over. Like, yeah. I mean, you get insane. Yeah. I, I mean, me included. Like, like yeah. it will. Like, I'll, right. I get mad at myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I've been on this thing, you know? Yeah, I always, yeah. You know, because, because sometimes our job kind of nowadays, it's almost like integrated into it. And so it becomes real complicated. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to talk a little bit. I feel like this is uh, kind of. Uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg type thing? <laughs> and, and let me tell you why. Because as I've been like studying for sun, uh, Sunday's message about singleness, mm -hmm. uh, I've been thinking like, all right, so we're going after the family, you know, yeah. and, and which is important, you know, uh, <laughs> because the families, that's where, you know, you disciple your kids, parenting, all that. And then you're going to talk about a male model and you're going to talk about the female, right? Mm -hmm. right? And I think like one of the biggest problems, you know, as I was thinking, I was like, man, so here's the problem. So let's say a guy like me, who whose upbringing wasn't that way, and then, um, you know, so I learned all this stuff, you know, and, and it's all a little bit dysfunctional. Well, yeah. it's all dysfunctional, because it's from the raw tree. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. from the good, it's not from the functional tree. And and they did the best they could. So this is nothing against my mom and stuff. She yeah. killed it, actually. She killed it for having to operate out of two roles and trying to figure out right. all that. Now all of a sudden, I start, uh, relationships, but I don't really have a relationship with the Lord, and I learn all that from the raw tree, from mm -hmm. the evil tree, in other words, right? I keep eating of the live right. fruit, right? And uh, all of a sudden, now I get married, mm -hmm. and now you know, when I guess you know, all that didn't work, and I finally get married with Ruthie, where now I'm saved. Now, I, I was uh, telling Stephanie that I feel like I kind I had a do over, and I kind of got to do my single life with the Lord while I was in prison, mm -hmm. and then kind of. What I should have did way back then, I got to do at 40, yeah. and then like started my relationship with Ruthie. Mm -hmm. But there are people out there who are married, and then they get give themselves to the Lord. Now they're learning what they should have learned uh, in the single life, all at one shot. Mm -hmm. So that's right. why I say, what came first? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like where do we do we help the you know <laughs> jump in the singles? You yeah. know, uh, but because that's important. Right before they get the kids, <clears throat> or are we you know focusing on the family first to try to create some healthy singles later mm. yeah you know i think just, you get insane i feel like it's a revolving door though, <laughs> it you is know? it's because, like crazy yeah because on on both ends right if you didn't uh, a lot of times what happens what i've seen happen is couples who didn't have individual relationships you know or single with the lord and then they get married and then you know say they have kids kids are off to college and then the marriage falls apart because yeah. they didn't have that individual relationship or vice versa to where you know they i guess the opposite right so i feel like it works it's kind of like both ways there's yeah. there's so many uh, possibilities for that you know but being intentional about your individual relationship with god i think in your singleness whatever or singleness or individual even if you're married you know like you're still a single person is what yeah, i'm trying we to gotta say, attack you know? it right yeah. attack it. and yeah. it's like it's really all it's working together mm -hmm. i mean just like you said pastor if you have a cohesive blessed family model that you're operating in then those children are probably hopefully going to be trained up trusted taught 
so that they are operating better in their singleness before they get married. Mm -hmm. So good. But then you may have people that are coming from broken homes. Mm -hmm. So then you do have to give them more intention as a single person mm -hmm. to give them the instruction, the teaching, the things that they didn't have. Yeah. So to me, it's like you can't say this one or that one. It has to work together I, yeah, and well, hit them both at well, the same I, time. When I come with that, I understand what y'all are saying, but when yeah. I come with that, uh, is not out of that thought is more out of where we're at right now mm. <laughs> you get in sync out of the chaos mm -hmm. that we're in right now because obviously that was not happening if yeah. not we would have a different right fur route mm -hmm. we, it would be a little different yeah. right we, we're in the state when we go well, what's wrong yeah well what's wrong when you see all this chaos is fathers not being in their homes parenting not being done the way god intended mm -hmm. it you know all of these things so you you the harvest that we have is more dependent upon us because the world is right. going to be the world mm -hmm. but in christianity we have uh even being good christians and I, I and i was stating even like i could see how um how a mom or dad can kind of like give an ipad or a phone to a kid even though I, I wasn't raised in that where i had a child i could see because you know we gave pacifiers right because it just that made him start crying so now you know, if you're busy and you can give this iPad to your child and all of a sudden they it can keep them cool for two hours, <laughs> you don't really, you're like glory. So you give them the iPad again, mm -hmm. thinking that, oh, this is a good thing. Then all of a sudden they turn 15, they wilding out, they watching all kinds of stuff. Now you realize, oh, what have I done? Or you didn't, haven't even identified mm -hmm. that that was the 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 problem right, yeah. but right. when we look at the world today i believe that the the main the common denominator is biblical we're not we don't have biblical homes mm -hmm. as much as we said we did yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know or we wouldn't see all this chaos most definitely yeah. because the world's going to be the world but we should still you know there should be a fight it's almost like this one's growing bigger mm -hmm. <laughs> right and you i know. think i think we have to get to that place where um we're not looking at church community our relationship with God as a checklist. Mm -hmm. So we nice. thought that God was in the home because we showed up every Wednesday and we showed up every Sunday and we were at, but we were only there for that moment. And that relationship didn't grow beyond that moment because we didn't sow into it and we didn't invest in it. So it's Still. like all this chaos is going on because we were just, you know, okay, I checked the box off. I went to church on Sunday. I checked the box off. Mm -hmm. I went to Wednesday night Bible study, yeah. but there was no purple book. There was no relationship being established where God was Lord. It was just God mm -hmm. is, God is this, Santa yeah, Claus. Totally. God mm -hmm. is somebody who's going to bail me out versus he is my everything. Yeah. I think singles <clears throat> is, is where, you know, we can attack it from every different Every, sure, every, you can attack sure. it from either side. They're all important, but yeah. I, I think that that what's important about attacking the singles is that's where God started. Yeah, because Adam was mm -hmm. single first, right? Before yeah. he before he got married, and so I think in attacking that, uh, I was I was looking at my scriptures today in, in um, Genesis two, just all the things that Adam had before he got married that he had a relationship with God. He had a job. He had work ethic. He had purpose. Um, Amen. And, and, and he had rest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was only in his rest in the relationship with God that God brought him Eve. Eve. Yeah. And so, and, and I, and I want I to <clears throat> challenge us that, that singleness is not 
a stepping stone to marriage. Yeah, right. Because many of us think that somehow the marriage is the pinnacle. Mm -hmm. But when God said it's not good for man to be alone, you have to understand that was God's statement about Adam, but Adam didn't see himself as lonely. There's a difference in being alone and being lonely. Lonely Mm -hmm. is a sadness based off other people not being in your life mm-hmm. and but being alone just means that you have the absence of people but he didn't he didn't feel lonely because he had relationship with God, God. totally Amen. and so we have to get to the place where we see singleness as this fullness this activity this this active uh, relationship with God that is totally fulfilling without whether I have Tanya or not because I won't be a good I will never be a good husband unless I first have that singleness with God. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's, that's yeah, yeah. my drop. <laughs> even when you look at, um, as I was thinking about singleness, 1 Corinthians 7 and 7, uh, Paul says, but I wish everyone were yeah. single <laughs> just mm-hmm. as I am, yeah. yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind or another. Mm-hmm. So even in what Paul is saying, like singleness truly is a gift. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a prison or a torch. And I think that's why sometimes marriages aren't as fruitful as they should be because people are just trying to get married mm-hmm. because they think that's what, you know, what they desire. But sometimes it's even from like a selfish place. Mm-hmm. Their motivation isn't pure. It isn't like as we come together as husband and wife, we're on assignment to reflect the kingdom. It's as we come together as husband and wife, what are you going to give me and mm-hmm. what can I do for you? Yeah. So to me, it's like when you operate how you're supposed to in singleness and you view it as a gift, then when you do get married, it's not you trying to fulfill a need that I don't have because God is the one that fulfills those needs. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm That's the verse you kind of went into the verse that I'm kind of going in on Sunday and mm-hmm. when you look at that whole thing like first Corinthians 7 yeah, is yeah, yeah. fire you know even from the mm-hmm. I was reading this morning the husband sound like your wife you know my wife's body belonged to me you know mm-hmm. and so uh, but you know how it starts off in 727 says are you bound to a wife mm-hmm which is not what we th- you know you say you know how they say the old bowl and chain you know like because uh he basically goes into this place where uh husbands have to be concerned with the world things because he has a wife yeah mm-hmm. and so the wife has to be concerned so that's the bound bound mm-hmm. like almost in bondage in a sense like i know that sounds like what because because if it what happens is that i feel like in that single part you're talking about that's really where you learn about intimacy. That's really what mm-hmm. everything you will do in a marriage uh, for that person to come alongside you because it's a reflection of your salvation. Yeah. So it's right. everything you basically do with your Lord mm-hmm. and Savior. Like it, mm-hmm. so, if, when we if you don't embrace that single life as uh, developing intimacy with God and really learning how to be intimate, you know, because. Because there is something when people say uh, intimacy. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about that when we be back. Cause <laughs> I'll take us out to the break. Hey, going to a break. We'll be right back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna just take it from where we were talking about. Yeah, like the whole intimacy. Intimacy, like you know, you hear like, and and I think. I think the the I don't know what you call this one. They were like into me. You see, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. that was really dope. 
if you really are trying to see into mm-hmm. God, right? Like yeah. knowing Amen. him, uh, wh- who he is, what yeah. he's about. Because mm-hmm. he already knows you before you were in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. And then he sends Jesus. And by, through Jesus, he has already given himself completely mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Now he's like, now you, you, now you do it, mm-hmm. you know? And when we skip that step, that that step of really seeing into God and developing and cultivating everything really you would do in your marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of learn like you serve, mm-hmm. you crucify your flesh, you know all these things you're doing really play a vital role for for my married folks say amen mm-hmm. <laughs> when you amen. when you both dying all the time. You you get yeah. to you get to say amen on that one now. Huh? I did. <laughs> okay. she's like, she's like, All the married yeah, folks yeah, say yeah. amen. Hey, she pulls out a <laughs> <laughs> tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like you get to really it, it's like this it's like no better training. And if you think about when you were talking about kind of like the state of where we are, um, that 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 is why, you know, we're at where we're at as a society, you know, because there wasn't that preparation or training for what I feel like was God's order of a family unit was mm-hmm. husband, wife, fa- uh, children, right? And then you you continue to raise them up. Then there's like kids out of wedlock, you know, uh, blended families, you know, single parents, all sorts of different things where it's like, of no wonder it's such a struggle mm. <laughs> because oh, totally. that's not how he designed it and totally. so then we have to fight with that and kind of combat and kind of work against oh yeah all we're trying to things. find verses yeah. for we're trying to find bible verses to actually agree with the dysfunction <laughs> <laughs> that we've created yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is why the bible says don't don't be unequally yoked with unbeliever mm-hmm. because when you, and we're getting into marriage off off singles but into marriage but the reason why we we're not to be yoked with an unbeliever is right now when you're single, your your alliance is not divided, right? Yeah. And so you can go totally after God. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're yoked with an unbeliever, then it's not just that person is not going to help you be stay intimate with God. Totally. They're going to pull person, your way. But the person who is also intimate with God is going to recognize when you need to be in the presence of God, and they're going to help usher you into that presence rather than take you away from it. Yeah. Amen. Everybody's the quiet right now. <laughs> okay, so I, w- I want to do I want to do something. I'm, I'm going to put uh, all of us. So somebody will have to ask me because it'd be weird if I'm asking myself. Uh-huh. But um, I'm going to put everybody in the DeLorean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everybody's uh, married right now. You are still considered the newlywed. Yeah. And um, um, everybody's married. If I can put you back with everything you know now, okay. What would you say? What advice would you give uh, Todd mm. on being single? What are some of the things you would tell him? That because now you know how it would impact this. Now you know. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to uh, you know young, handsome Todd? You know what I'm saying? And he he he. he, he I don't know. He's like I'm still young and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> what you saying? Don't make him stand up with the pose. Don't make him stand <laughs> what up. What, what would pose. you say to yourself? Because with everything you know now, what are some of the things you you would have done different? Like, what advice would you have given yourself when it comes to being single? When it comes to being single, I I know this is going to sound like like, but I would have told myself um, to run run from some of these ladies uh, that I was with. And uh, to keep your, myself pure mm-hmm. before the Lord, before that time, 
because one of the things I struggled with, um, not only in my first marriage, uh, but even in, in being married to Tanya, was that you, you battle with these uh, thoughts of people that you've been with before. Mm-hmm. And so you bring other people into your bedroom with you. Yeah. And I would have told myself to, to, to run, run as fast as I could, uh, cleave. Cle- cleave to God, um, develop that relationship with God. I would have told myself to listen a little more to, to season people mm-hmm. uh, and not think that I knew everything. But uh, mostly from a physical standpoint, I would have kept my body pure and holy so that when I, when I met Tanya, uh, it was just my first experience would have been her. Everybody, see that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Now he loaned you the car. You you <laughs> you don't went back. You know, I think for me, it it all goes back to identity because I think that when I was single, I was looking for my identity from a man mm-hmm. and from another person. Um, so I think I would go back and tell myself um, I would focus more on my relationship with God and establishing my identity in him um, because as soon as I did that, that is when he brought Todd to me because I was totally surrendered to him and I was like, whatever your will is, Lord. But early on when I was single, I mean, I got the message. I mean, I remember there were, I had married friends who were like, you're single, what do you do? Like. You don't, Sorry. you're not married. You don't have any kids. It was like, you know, late twenties and they were looking at me like, oh, you're an old spinster. What do you do? Wow. You're not married. You don't have any kids. Your life must be boring. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it is totally the opposite mm-hmm. from that. That messes with you a little bit though, right? Yeah. You know, at one point in time it did, but it doesn't mess with you when you look at broken relationships and they're asking me, why aren't you married? And their marriage is jacked up. Like, yeah, yeah you're like, I don't <laughs> want that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, <laughs> yeah, look at exhibit yourself. A. Yeah, literally. Yeah. No. So, yeah. so yeah. So I think I would just tell myself just to, you know, early, earlier on, just to focus more on my identity in Christ, my relationship with Christ, and then just trust Him as He's, as He's was growing me to bring the person he had for me versus me. You know, the Bible says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Mm-hmm. And as a as a wife and as a woman, I don't need to help him yeah. find me. That's good. It's really good. That's Juan. Mm-hmm. Hey, good one. Good one. <laughs> good one. I see what you did there. But you see the way we're going. You but it's skip. guy, girl, Shut guy, girl. Oh, you know, guy, girl. So we got to get the perspective. Okay, good. I, you know, okay, so, wow. Yeah, I just saw the younger me and it was like, okay, you were jacked up. <laughs> you were really jacked up. Um, obviously, the first thing would have been that, you know, obviously a relationship with Christ. Um, cause I, I, did, I was just clueless of even what that was like until mm-hmm. like 36, you know, yeah. cause I just really, I had a relationship with God in a sense. Right. Um, so I had no relationship, but if I was going to say I had a relationship, I tried, I did the, our father, you know, him married, stuff like that. And then, um, because of that, I feel like it would have gave me the ability. What I know now, I would definitely do the flea thing. Mm. 
Uh, so let's say I knew this now and I was a Christian and I was single. I would I would definitely tell myself um, to, to he's Lord. Like everything I do now, I would re-repeat that to myself mm-hmm. because I feel like um, I, I was able to, I feel like I had a do-over with Ruthie. And so she's like the first woman that I honored and respected and we didn't do anything until um, we got married. So I lasted a year, you know. Well, we're, you know, out here, you know, because obviously when I was incarcerated, really couldn't get to it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, but um, even in there, I did some things to keep myself pure um, that I felt like changed the course of my life. Mm. Um, it developed a, a, a crucified life type life, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense, as mm-hmm. a man. Which the, which then trickled into other areas of my life mm-hmm. because what I, the, you think it's the one thing and I always said, you know, I remember telling Ruthie when she, you know, she thought like either I didn't love her, I was gay or whatever because she's like you don't want to have sex, you know, and it's like trying to like stand firm in what I believe, and and I think it spoke volumes to her too. Like I think it did something in her subconscious mind that even today in our relationship I could say that when I say like, hey, I feel like the Lord, like she never questions it because mm-hmm. for a year she watched me say, no, can't do it, got it back, you know? So I feel like something happened that there's mm-hmm. a trust level in our relationship that is like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Like I've never experienced that ever in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know it was because of that one year. So I would, I, I would definitely talk to myself in that aspect to, to make them Lord. It doesn't matter, young, old, does it, that's irrelevant. That, that has nothing to do with uh, maturity. Now, you're probably gonna be fighting the useful lust of the flesh mm-hmm. a lot harder. So I, I would definitely have like, a- everything you said, mentors, just all those things where I would be more submitted to accountability. Mm-hmm. And rest assured, because, you know, something I'm learning at 50, I'm gonna be 51 now, 51. Let me get comfortable. Is that when you make the decisions of today, they always impact your tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Always, mm-hmm. always. The the reaping and sowing is not in some areas. It's in every area mm-hmm. of your life, right? Whether it's financially, you see some of your mistakes when you get older, and you're like, man, I made those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you can start today, but that's still the consequences of your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I would say to young, single, handsome Juan, um, that you know it's okay uh, to be different in the aspect of having him Lord of, of your life mm-hmm. because it works mm-hmm. yeah. you know because it works yeah um, for me I would I don't know a couple of things right because I agree obviously with the physical side to where you I feel like it really messes up your view of intimacy it really messes up totally. you know um, and so I was a believer you know even even knowing that I didn't really have a full understanding of like, hey, you messed up, but God forgives you and you can start over. You know, I, I didn't have that understanding, that concept, you know. Um, so being able to really walk in um, God's forgiveness, but then also understanding. Right. Because for my single years, um, I think being a young person, there was just a lot of like what you talk about to like, oh, you need to get married or 
you know, don't have uh, sex before your marriage, but then they didn't explain really the whys, or maybe they did and I didn't listen, but <laughs> it wasn't really understood yeah. that even if you didn't have sex, but... Hold on right there. Hold on. We're going to be right back. We're going to go to break. Let's just stop right there because everybody's attention is on the word sex, so we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, we are back. Welcome uh, back, you guys. Okay, so... Sex. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's That's talk how we about got sex, baby. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's funny. It's yeah. funny to hear like Stephanie just loose with it. You know, because uh, the thing she marries, so she, hey. the boy, you know, she had to tread that line. Now she's like, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fine. Well, uh, like I was saying, in the younger Christian, you know, having um, the, I guess, the ideology of, which isn't a bad one, you know, but I just feel like. You have to, like what Pastor Ray was talking about on Sunday, you have to prepare them for those things. And so it was like, don't have sex before marriage. Um, but there wasn't really much follow-up of like, what happens if you do? And then what? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Or even if you don't, but hey, That's you really ain't good. you ain't holier just because you didn't have sex, but you're still watching porn or you're masturbating or you're doing all these other things with your significant other that just wasn't the actual sexual act but it's other things like that is still defiling your your temple yeah you know and so for me i would say to the younger version of myself that like you know have that full understanding of what That's um really god good. created how he created it and then Eight. preparing <laughs> preparing yourself and for those you know because we were talking about um young teenagers and stuff for the people that they're around you know and and like you mentioned mentors and things like that and then i don't i would also say you know as cliche as it seems, but like guard your heart, you know, because <clears throat> you don't have to be um, physically intimate to still have emotional attachments to people, totally. you know? And so um, not only do you bring in things into a bedroom, but you also bring in, in any kind of uh, relationship hurts or trauma mm -hmm. or, you know, desires. Like you were mentioning, Pastor Tanya, of like, you know, I, I want it to be this person or I want my relationships to look like that and just really allowing, I would tell my younger self to allow you know god to prepare the person that right. he has for you you know because his choice is always going to be better than yours you know it's really good right you know one of the things I, I just trips me out is is now that we we're back in the delorean back to where we are right now what year now this <laughs> is <laughs> 2022 it's 2022 for you yeah 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 we've come back now and what do we do going forward? Because mm. one of the things I would I would say, as we have a son who is 16, mm -hmm. uh, 16 and we have two daughters that are 21 One. and 23, 20, something like that. 22. Uh, 22. Almost 24. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my challenge would be is, especially for my son, is to let him know that it's, it's all right to be unique and be different. Yeah. Because everybody says they're unique and different, but they're they're acting like everybody else. Totally. And the and the fact that you you haven't had sex. Yeah. The fact that you are going to church. Yeah. The fact that you are reading your purple book, is a cool thing. And yeah. You got to be all right. You we I think we as Christians have to reshape in the minds of our children, what cool is. Mm -hmm. Jesus Sorry. Jesus was cool. Can you imagine That's going it. into yeah. the school and they put out that little uh, that funky uh, milk? And turning it into Kool-Aid or something, everybody would be your friend. <laughs> everybody would be your friend or somebody, you know. Come on, Jesus. Yeah. That's what we need. We needed some cool yeah. examples. Yeah. Jesus, you need yeah. to do some. Or, or somebody in your, in your school that's in a wheelchair and 
and you walking as a 16-year-old, 15-year-old, have the faith to pray for them, mm-hmm. and they get up out the chair. I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying we have mm-hmm. to reshape what cool is, and it's cool to be a Christian. You don't have to put all your you know, business out there and wear all, all kind of skanky stuff. You can be... You can be cool. <laughs> oh. And so I guess I guess the question, because I had this thought, if I put you in the DeLorean and you went forward, mm-hmm. what would you like to see? Mm. Uh, individually? Let's start with you. Yeah. As What would you like to see? What, if you could go forward and what would you like to see? What would, what would if you could ch- do whatever you needed to do, what would you like to see? Uh, in life because if we can figure out what we would like to see then we would yeah. know what kind of seeds we need to plant mm-hmm. you get insane mm-hmm. 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 Um, I guess f- I mean obviously I'm newlywed so I guess I would like to see because um, you have an opportunity right now yeah. you, know, you have children I, I would know, like to like, see God and um, you know me and my husband being the greatest influence in our children's lives you know, I would like to, uh, I would like that to be the bedrock, obviously, of who they become. I like what Pastor Ray was mentioning about, you know, stewarding your kids, right? Of like, sometimes you want to instill, oh, well, you know, I was never into sports, so let me put them in sports. Or I was this or that, and that kind of thing. I would just like um, them, us as parents, and then them as children, to just be um, very, I guess, sensitive to what God wants in our lives, you know? Because mm. out of that, everything else stems, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. And so if there isn't that, if there's like a, well, I'm not really sure that I can trust God, or man, I'm not really sure if I have that faith, or mm. all of that kind of like insecurity or doubt about our relationship with God, then, I mean, they spend eight hours a day with their peers and with their teachers who have their own agendas, who with their, their own ideas. And so um, if they don't have that, then that's where it starts getting you know polluted the mind and the beliefs and all of those things but if the bedrock of what your belief is 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 strong and they know well you know what that goes against and they at whatever age right that goes against what i believe that's not what god says about me i don't need to dress this way that i don't have to do these things um because my body is a temple and i don't need to smoke or drink or do all these different things um then it becomes a very it it becomes a very confident and loving household, you know? Mm-hmm. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, mm. Pastor, Pastor Ray said something yesterday, um, I guess Sunday, yeah. He said something Sunday. He, he talked about how, um, what if the greatest revival, the revival started mm-hmm. in the home first? Mm-hmm. And I guess that would be what I would want to see is uh, us getting to the place. We, we The world is not going to change. Yeah. Let's just be be real. I mean, the Bible says in in these last days that you're going to see the signs are going to get, get get more increasing, and so and so the world is going to be the world, and so we have to learn to teach our children that in the face of the world being the world, we have to rise up and still be the church and be okay with being the church and be who God has called us to be, mm-hmm. and so um, I guess. You know what is our mission to to love to hang out and to lead mm-hmm. I, I i wish that in our household that we would we would continue to to teach our children uh to love god to love each other love people hang out together and and influence one another be you know have mm-hmm. people around you 
have people around you that 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 foster your relationship with God rather than pulling away from it and you being an influence rather than being influenced and then us lead other people into a relationship with God and mm-hmm. and that starts with Tanya and took I took mine he took Tanya mine. and I <laughs> so, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Really he good. took mine too pastor he, he really he, he did <laughs> but but oh. just to just to add on <laughs> this is going to be like the the uh, the boat the Cherry attachment the or yeah. the yeah the whipped cream oh yeah you don't like whipped cream, though. Yeah, but I like you, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, y'all. You're good. And I so I, I was just going to say image bearers for us to be mm-hmm. God's image image bearers. He created yeah. us in his image and in his likeness. Mm-hmm. So if everything that we're doing in us loving him, in us loving people, in us impacting our communities, if our focus is on being his reflection and bearing his image, then all of those things should work together. Because I think a lot of times we're like, we get overwhelmed and we think, oh, we have to do this and we have to do that and we have to do this and we have to do that and we have to do this versus just going to the source and saying, what did he do? That's what I should do. The battle is not ours. And I, and I, and I, and I, I want to I throw that out. The Bible says the battle is not ours. It belongs to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we... All I think we have to do is, like you say, is reflect Christ. Right. And, you know, point to him. uh, Mm. Do the things that we need to do. And then let God do what he's going to do through us. Uh, We we all, oftentimes, we want to come up with all these different, you know, one of the things we we go to Gateway and um, and in one of the training, they said that programs are are our uh, tools to to love people and to to grow people, right? So we can think of all these different things we're supposed to do, but there's still only tools to reflect yeah. who who Christ right. is. And if we reflect who Christ is, right. then if I be lifted up from the earth, mm. I'll draw all men unto me. And so if we lift him up, then we, we leave what God wants to do up to him, leave yeah. the results up to yeah. him. Yeah, I, I, I'm in total agreement with all of y'all. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I am, and obviously, a lot of our, you know, that we we throw in our culture, uh, at least a church culture or church DNA and all that, is um, I, I think it's really important. What I would like to see is uh, everything we talk about out here just really lived out in our homes. Um, I think that's like the best training ground is your mm-hmm. home, right? Because because you are going to get upset because yeah. you are going to get angry because you are anything that could happen out here I, I think when we run away from really applying something you know because i go like you ain't changing because at home when you get mad you don't take that one moment usually we allow the flesh to do what it does and then we want to come back with the mm-hmm. you know with the jesus answer and that's cool to an extent i feel like i feel like eventually you got to try to put that yeah. bible verse in front of that mm-hmm. like oh and say man I'm, even if it comes out like man i'm so angry right now but you know i love you <laughs> you yeah. know like I just, mm-hmm. you know because the more you do that and and i think just really not being perfect is just really reflecting christ right so right. it's really uh, i feel like josh understands because we say sorry when we mess up mm-hmm. because we you know like it ain't like in our house everybody's floating and we got harps on it mm-hmm. is it is the the actual fact that we understand how to position ourselves and um the whole uh train teach taught you know trust um i think that's super important i would love to see 
just us reestablish some basic biblical fundamentals into our home mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, where man is man, mm -hmm. woman is woman, and kids are kids. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've for probably since he's, you know, some years now just asking Josh, like yesterday, you know, we got into the whole Roe versus Wade and he was asking me questions. Mm -hmm. And so I in turn asked him questions and found him answering biblically mm -hmm. without really, he's like, hmm. But, you know, I would ask him questions, and I was like, do you think life is important, you know? Uh, do you think your life is important, right? Because when Ruthie had Josh, she was married, mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. all that, and I was like, well, what if they would have made the decision? All right, would you have been good? He's like, well, no, you know? I was yeah. like, okay. So yeah. just really asking questions. So I feel like a family unit can just be so strong, and that's what I would like to see. I would like to see, you know, because we, we can go on a Sunday service and people can worship and they can look so spiritual. Mm -hmm. You with me? And that's awesome, too. I love it. I'm not mm -hmm. knocking it. I mm -hmm. think that, you know, I'm a dancer. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So mm -hmm. I love dance with the Lord. But if we could just take that same energy into our home, which sometimes is hard, right? Like to, to go out and do something when you're tired and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, but this is going to teach them this. Yeah. So you go and you do it. You know, shout out to all the parents who are doing that now. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we need more of that to can, impact our future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we also talk uh, just, I mean, I don't know about. Over, yeah, no, but, go ahead. You but, got it. But can we also think about, we have to teach, just like you just talked with Josh, how to live in a world and not be of the world. Mm -hmm. Because what we, we always tell our children, be separate from this and be separate from that. But I think we have to teach our children how Jesus was influenced the world, but still loved the world. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, totally. and, and the reality is we get so, because we have been saved, then we don't, we don't want to remember that we had the same mindset they had back in that, that oh, day and time. Oh, totally. We become self-righteous, right? And we, right? we start, you know, putting up these, these Instagram posts and Tic Tac, whatever. With TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> you know, post I, I, I like the fruity. <laughs> you know that all always yes. trying to put down the world and and you and and Paul said, don't even forget. the church, don't like even the church versus yeah. the church. Well, it's church and, and everybody's right. like tearing each other down. Yeah, you used to be that person. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. You <laughs> thought like that too. And if it wasn't for grace, you would still be that person. Yeah. You know, so Jesus, yes, learning right. learning how to to relate, teaching our children how to be. Christian, but yet still be able to have be in relationship. Totally, and, yeah. yeah, totally. I think uh, Stephanie was on the same lines as you, is not just telling our kids like don't have sex, you know, like yeah, because I catch myself sometimes having those conversations, and you know, um, also like what is the answer to that? Like, mm -hmm. like you get insane because then right. it's like uh, shame, condemnation. Like if they mess up. They yeah. ain't ever going to say it because yeah. they're like, oh, that's not what I was supposed to do, mm -hmm. you know? Like, what do you do? Where's the exits and where's the fire sprinklers and where's yeah. all that? Mm -hmm. You know, really mm -hmm. having that open that's communication. Good. I would that's like good. to see homes with open communication. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys. This was a good conversation. Seven, eight. Take, it out. Take <laughs> us away. Juan Martinez from This Is Real. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities 
51 state and county jails and prisons. And what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them. We're bringing them some laughter fire. and some good times and some fire. Amen. And so uh, for that, we need some partners. So if you want to partner with us, please click on the link below. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hashtag This Is Real or on any other platforms. Pastor Juan Martinez. Hey, that's a wrap. Peace.